guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 83. Okay, Lauren, I have a really interesting question to ask you that I heard at a neighborhood party this week. Oh, yeah. You ready for this? Okay. Have you ever heard that Mountain Dew reduces sperm count? Oh, I do feel like I've heard... No, maybe not. I don't know. I feel like I've heard that certain things can do that. I guess I just never knew Mountain Dew. Oh my gosh. This topic got brought up at like a neighborhood luncheon that I went to the other day and I was like, no way. Is that fact? Yeah, I Googled it and it's like a thing. Oh, that's gross. That's weird. Well, that's funny because George, when we were first married, loved Mountain Dew. And I hate Mountain Dew. Oh, I think it's gross. Yeah. I'm much more of a cola person. Well, but I've gr- converted him over. One of the was- girls said this there, that it's kind of a dude drink. Yeah, like, it is a dude drink. What and is I don't know why, but it's like fruity and like lemony. I don't, lime, lime, limey. Yeah, I don't know if I've had one literally in 15 years. Me too. It's been so long. Me too. But anyway, if you're trying to get preggers, I mean, not for real. Well, but- and isn't Mountain Dew like the highest caffeine? caffeine count and just yeah. like a normal soda. Yeah. So when I went and Googled it, that is what it goes back to is the caffeine it's intake. It's like the first energy drink yes. of its time. Yeah. So they're saying any high caffeine consumption can reduce sperm count. Oh, so like energy drinks in general. I guess so. <gasps> Oh, and dudes love that. FYI. Uh, That's right. All right. Well, why we t- while we're talking dudes, we have a special guest here with us. A special dude. Hey, dude. I made it on the mom voice. Yay. We have Lauren's <laughs> husband. <laughs> He's so nervous. They're giving too. me such a hard time. I'm so nervous. I have a mic in my face. I have computers and technology all over the room. I'm he's so awesome. out of my comfort zone right Which now. is so goofy because I just tell George to George, I literally just come in the room and talk to Sarah and it's on a mic and that's all it is. So this is like, I don't even think of people listening to I me. I know. I never get nervous either, but we have literally been trying <laughs> for over a year to get our husbands on the show. It's a, it's a little nerve wracking. And I, I know I should understand that not everyone's, this is not everyone's thing. We did try this. What was that? Like, 10 months ago and yeah. it was a disaster it was it was, it so was a fun. disaster it, it got left on the editing floor yeah, it was fun. It cut cut to the floor totally so, it was fun but a disaster yeah so we're gonna get to know lauren a little bit better today we're gonna have my husband on a later episode but george and lauren are gonna play a little newlywed style game here with us I gave George a list of questions earlier and I had him fill in what he thinks Lauren will respond and say the answer to the question is. So whenever you're ready to get going, we're going to kick it off. Getting to know me. Are you ready, George? I feel my like husband. my marriage is on the line um, with it, these questions. I know. I don't know what you're about to ask. I said, do you want me to read over it? So really, hopefully I can spitfire answers. Okay, here we go. The very first question. So Lauren, you are going to answer what you think George wrote down. Okay. So not uh, my authentic maybe answer, really what I think George would think oh, about Oh, well, it. I don't know. What do you See, think the rules are? This is always the debate with this game. Am I answering for what I would answer or what I think George will answer? Because that can be two different things. I think let's answer what you would answer. Okay. Yes. Like what your I would truth. Answer, right? okay. My truth. Your truth. I'll speak my truth. Okay. Here we go. With George in the room, guys. He's so nervous right <laughs> he now. He's so <laughs> uptight. It's so I cute. I hope I get at least 50% of these right. It's so cute. You are. I think you I think the first one for sure because I know the answer to this one. Number one, what's the first gift that George ever got you, Lauren? Come oh, on. You no. know this. Yes, yes. The white coat. <laughs> yes. yes. No, that's it. I know. That was such a fun... We went on like our, what, our third or fourth date? Yeah, it was pretty early in our relationship. 
But at that point, I was just trying to win her over. Yeah, he took me. We went to the mall like after dinner or something, and we were in Nordstrom. And I like loved this like pea coat, like why white? Was it? It was wool, Nordstrom, like wasn't pea coat. Yeah, it was. So majorly impressive. Brownie wow. points. And he's like, I want to get it for you. And I was like, Are you serious? It was really cute. And it was around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. I it wore- was. Yeah, and I think that's why it was Christmas time. And I thought this will be a yeah. It was really. This will be an early gift. Yeah, um, yeah. I was there, guys. Oh, I remember. I remember her coming home with that gift, George, and she was impressed. Oh, good. Well, it worked. worked. It was so cute. Okay, number two, Lauren, who's the better cook, you or George? (laughs) I'm already laughing. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna write himself, and I'm gonna agree with him. It's it's George. Do you want to do you want to tell him your excuse that we talked about the other day? What, what was it? Why I, you don't like cooking? Yeah, tell oh tell me. Yeah, what did I say? You about, were like we, we had this we were having this debate in this conversation because I I cook what? 90% of the time? I do. Yes, I do. I listen. I enjoy cooking. No, not 90. Maybe like 50-50. Like there's definitely like every week like two or three nights you're doing it and like two or three nights I'm doing it. And even if it's like picking up Little Caesars, I'm covering it. You yeah. know, <laughs> I had I had to laugh because we were having this conversation in the car the other day. And she goes, see, that's why I don't cook. And I go, give me the reason why you don't cook. She's uh-huh. like, because I would just I would be eating everything if I no, was cooking. I, well, we I was referring to baking. This is no, why I, I don't cooking. bake. No, bake. Because if I baked and I was a good baker, I eat it all. Yeah. And so I almost just like avoid the whole thing because I just don't want to get super fat. Yes. So it's like, so I don't bake and I feel bad because my family suffers because of that. And I'd say cooking, I just have never like mastered it. Like I've never... I, I have my few recipes, but George is very good at just like whipping things together, throwing in a few vegetables, mm. season it, the meat. And he's just really good at like whipping something up where I'm like, follow the recipe yeah, she's and very, hopefully yeah, it works She's out. very, make sure I measure everything out. But she, no, she's a good cook. Uh, yeah. But you do 90%. She's a, good co- she's a good cook. I'm happy with what she no, makes. No, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. But Most George helps time. pick Most up. Most of the time. George but. picks up my slack. Okay. That's incredible. I love that so much. Okay. Next question, Lauren. Number three. What is your dream job? Oh, geez. Um, well, Lauren, I, I thought that would come. Okay, I, I'm sure he's going to say Cinderella, Disney performer. But actually, I would say the dream job right now in my eyes is being a podcaster. Aww. Like if if we can if we can go somewhere and really like may, pay the bills with this, that that would be the dream right now. Oh my now. gosh, it just made my heart so happy. Sarah just is just uh, wait. Well, she's hold on. emotional. Hold on. Can you hold off on the answer? <laughs> Can you hold off on the I'm answer, like, please? I'm like, wait a minute, George. We just like surpassed Disney. This Next is question. big. Okay, no. So George's response to that question was, <laughs> oh my gosh, what? Selling churros at Disneyland. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'll take it. I'll yeah, take it. Yeah, you will it. take that. No, I will take that because I think being just connected or involved with Disney would yes. be like the dream again for me. It's funny because when we are at Disneyland, every time we walk past the churros, I'm like, see, Lauren? How much happier would you be if you were living here and selling yeah. churros yes. at the churro cart? I, I am I am such a cheese that I could probably do any job at Disneyland yeah. and I'd be happy. But to like step back in the role would be like so amazing. Oh, love that. Super cheap. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Lauren, what is your biggest fear? And then what is George's? Ooh. Okay. My greatest fear. I mean, obviously my like general greatest fear is like something happening to my children or George for sure. That, that's a, yeah. uh, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. But like my true fear is probably someone breaking in my house in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is, okay. Good. But his, and his greatest fear would be 
public speaking. How or, dare you? Or <laughs> I love speaking in no, front of people. No, you do not. You get First of all, so up, up. You know the statistics stressed. on that. What percentage of people don't like public speaking? What is it's it? like it's it's like eighty percent. Oh no, that's I, I know it's like a really common. Is that not what you wrote? You wrote or Let, or scorpions? Oh, close. scorpions, scorpions. Close. Okay, here's the answers. George said, and this is so sweet. He goes, "She's fearless." No oh, fears. yeah, right. He wrote that. No, he I did. did. He did. I did. Because when I saw that, I was thinking, what is she scared of? I mean, yeah, like we talked about, it's the obvious what something happened to our family or the kids. But I couldn't think of anything. I'm like, cockroaches? Yeah. Uh, like, ro- literally, I can't think of anything Cockroaches that she are is my like, least favorite bug. But even mice. bugs, yeah, like rodents, rodents do freak me out way more than bugs. I don't know though, but I, I guess I could agree that it really takes a lot to scare it me. It does. Yeah. Even yeah. like on a Halloween night or something like I, suspense, like Sarah can vouch, haunted houses don't really bother me as much and like mm. I, bugs or so I don't that, know. So George said his Heights. greatest fear is snakes. I hate snakes. Oh, um, okay. So yeah, yeah. rattlesnakes close. especially. He gets really crazy at the end of summer, like summer as we go into yeah. hunting season. All right, you ready for this is a good one. Ooh. Number five's a juicy one, okay? Okay. <laughs> what is a surefire way to get on Lauren's nerves, for George to get on your nerves, Lauren? I wish you kind of had an A, B, C, and D. <laughs> Why all. there's multiple answers? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of ways. Oh, the best one. Oh, see you guys. I should have prepared because I don't want to like. Eh. Um, best way to get on my nerves. Um, first thing that be comes hunting. To my- gone hunting. No, what? No. Oh. I don't know. Gone too much. Oh, gone too much. Like, I thought you said you hunting. Like no, like going hunt, being gone too much. Him being gone. Yeah, too I, much. I, I that probably so, would be the first. I he responded not giving you your girlfriend time or time oh, with your friends. No, that's not true. What? No, yes, you need your time and your space. I guess I guess that's the thing. I guess it, I guess that kind of connects it. It does connect. He kind of has his time and then he therefore tries to give me my time and I feel like I do feel like it has to be tit for tat for that sometimes and that's it doesn't always have to be that way, but I do believe like you've got to have fair, like if he's going to be gone for a weekend, then I'm getting a lot of time the next weekend. Absolutely. And we, we, yeah, we have that. I, we, we have that argument, especially during certain types. Yes, times like of hunting the, season. Yeah. Like hunting but, season. Yeah. So okay. I need to make sure that I give her time where she gets uh, pretty frustrated that's, that's with the good. kids and everything else. Yes. Yep, that's fair. Okay. Me time. Yeah. Me Lauren, time. what was your favorite part of your wedding? Oh, what's your gut instinct say? Your favorite part of your wedding? Another, I, another I, toughie. I think he's going to say, and I would agree. There's so many highlights of that night. Oh, she I think, went straight to the night, George. Of course George. she did. I think, Whoa. Oh, oh, well. Yeah. Wow. Let's not even talk about all wait, the stuff in we- between. Oh, wait, because of all the wedding. Like the wow. All the wedding. I know that just, is impressive. I guess I'm just thinking of the reception. That's how you know too. I married the right person. No, I, I was going to say driving away and going to In-N-Out. Oh, that um, no, that was, was yeah, that, but that was after the that wedding. Was after, so through the day at the actual, uh, our dance probably. What would I don't? That's fair. He put planning. That oh. was your favorite part of the wedding. Yes, oh, you planning the whole thing. Yes, the, the whole. whole well, I am thinking of the wedding day. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I loved. I, she that's loves true. planning. Sure. Yes. Well, I loved doing our first dance. I loved when we left and we literally drove his car to the B or, or yeah. the to the In and Out, and uh, we were all dressed up, decked out at In and Out, and that was like a fun memory. I know we did something similar. We went to like a fast food place too. Yes. We were starving. starving, starving, and it's starving. like we need food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's I mean, you forgot so to mention though the fifty 
empty pop cans that we were that was trailing behind the oh, car. Oh, I know. As All we the decorating. The yeah, totally. Oh, I love that. Okay, Lauren, what is your favorite type of junk food? Well, just because we've been talking about it so much lately, I feel like you might say s'mores because I've been like all about s'mores lately and marshmallows, but I'm actually trying not to eat any of that. Or my favorite are donuts. Ooh, that's good. He said chocolate chip cookies and ice cream. Yes, chocolate ice cream. No. So you hold on, know hold better on. Than that. Hold on. Chocolate that's, chip cookies. Yes, a that's, thousand that's, percent. That's my fault. I thought it said what is what is your. Oh. So yeah. George, George but oh, that, I could have told you that he loves a bowl of ice cream with a hot chocolate chip cookie, and so do I. I don't think there's any dessert better than a good hot sh- or chocolate chip cookie but we've been talking about some words a lot lately so i thought he might write that and then i always love donuts yeah but it works because chocolate chip cookies that's one of her weaknesses they're so good Mm. okay lauren who is typically giving the massage between the two of you (laughs) george probably george is giving you yeah yeah he said her that you typically give the massage do you think so i feel like you do or you just trying to brown nose me no you think i I give you the massage more how often do I give you massages? Think I about it. We used to be really good at it I, and doing it a lot. And now we haven't done it for a long time. <laughs> I it, Honestly, I gave up after the fifth comment on what is, what's on your hand? Is that a, is that a hangnail? <laughs> yeah. uh, is there sandpaper on your hand? And it kind of ro- ruins the moment. And George, I stop. Okay, and in, then I'm like, I'm never doing this again. In my defense. <laughs> George, or I'm going to wear gloves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, George, in my defense, George has very rough hey. hands. He works Come on. with his he hands. He works with his hands. A lot of yeah. people are going to listen to this. He's, I know. he's a man. He does. He's got dry, tough hands. He's not silky smooth. So sometimes I am a little hard on him. <laughs> he needs to take care of those. <laughs> but you give a good massage. Ooh. We used to do that a lot, like at night and do massages. And oh, it was like, we haven't done it in a while. That's awesome. TMI. Okay. Finish this sentence. I, George, would never try to come between Lauren and what? What would George say? I don't know. I'm going to say he's probably going to write my friends. Mm. But I do think that he knows like he's even priority over my friends. But oh, I think yeah. he knows oh, to be like, I, I need to I need to give her her time with like her friends or sisters. He did write that time with your girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. I think he knows that like friendships are really important to me. Everybody knows Lauren's a social butterfly. <laughs> So she, she needs, she has a breaking point with, with time and kids and well, yeah, yeah as needs, anyone wants that balance of like yeah. a break and friend time. George is funny. He doesn't necessarily need that to fulfill him. And I sometimes push him, urge him to be like, Hey, let's do this or be more social. And he just, he's different. Oh, but you spend a lot of time with your brothers. Yes. You have like what? 18 brothers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brothers. We, pretty, and we have this discussion. I wouldn't pretty say, much. We have the discussion all the time. It's yeah. like, well, why don't you go hang out with the neighborhood friends and your and old high school friends, my old high school buddies. friends, which I still see on occasion, but yeah. I have too many brothers. We have, obviously we get along. We have a lot in common. So I, I don't know. I yeah. spend my time doing my own thing or hanging well, out with and, him. Yeah, and he's like he's a lone writer too. He like would love nothing more than go fish by himself and just have the quiet. You're making me sound like a real no, loner. No, oh no. no, but that's a good thing. But it's true. But I, George, I'm so much like you. It, given my my true self, I yeah. would just be home in my house, like by myself all yeah, the time. And that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, and totally. And George, like I have to kind of push him that way. Yeah, and, and he pulls me back like the more of the balance. So that's it's good. But yeah, George, George. It, it is a priority thing to not a priority thing, but the priority of 
like time. You yeah. just don't have enough time to see and do everything. And right. it's hard. And as we're getting older, it's getting harder. It's getting so yeah. much like harder. as the kids have more schedules and like more demands that they're making. Oh, totally. It's so hard. Oh, yeah. To like carve out time for everybody. For everybody. It's right. Crazy. So it is tough. I know. I get you on that, George. Yeah, good, because good. both Jeremy is a social butterfly and Lauren. And so totally the, like I have two people in my life who like pull me out of my comfort. Space. I know Sarah and I have talked many times how George and Sarah are very similar. And Jeremy and I it's are so very funny. similar. But I think so, it, the balance works I know. well. That's like why those it personality is. types. Right. You right. know? Yeah. That's why it works. Because it's kind of a miracle. We haven't fought more than we have in the past 15 years. You and me. Yeah. Oh, abs- oh my gosh. Or yeah. if ever. Like, like, yeah, it's hardly crazy. ever. Yeah, absolutely. Opposites attract. I know. I know. It's true. It's true. Okay, last question for George. Like, this is kind of burning questions. You know we do that. Yeah, we do. All right, Lauren, answer this one. George, you don't know this, so I'm going to ask you separately what you're going to say. But what is something that makes you cry, Lauren? Um, What makes me cry? A good cry or a bad cry? Either or any one. Cry. Any cry. I think my kids can make me cry in a good and a bad way. When they're like doing sweet, tender things or when I'm really stressed out over them and I just want to kill them all, I'm mm-hmm. like, ah. Um, and then I think the most other times I cry is probably like spiritually like related. I can be tend to be like sensitive, emotional about that. So mm-hmm. I think that would be definitely the other genre. Did any jump to your mind, George? When does she cry the most? Um, I would say just maybe being fed up with the kids. Yeah. There's been I I I'd say as of lately. When I just, just hard out. hard time. Yeah, just being frustrated and with I, the whole with the whole COVID thing and staying at home and all these changes and she's thrown out her you know off yeah. of her routine. Yeah. Um, uh, you're not you're not the crying type. You reach a point to where you just break, and I, you know, I see yeah. that obviously, but yeah, you're boiling. You're I, I boiling think point. like even recently and most recent enough, like the school stuff. For some reason, like I was just a mess about that, and still kind of am. Like and it's such an ongoing thing. With with Lauren, it's not a I'm going to go in my room and pout cry. It's I'm going to be I'm I'm upset and angry mm-hmm. cry. Yeah, and I think totally. all the kids are aware of that, and they know that it's yeah, it's coming. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna just propose some questions to you two that okay. I think our listeners would kind of like to hear. Yeah, what type of parents do you think each of you are? So, what I mean by that are you lenient? Are you the pushover parent? Are you super strict? And are you the same? Or are you different parenting approaches? Who t- who takes the lead on parenting? Mm-hmm. I, I would consider myself kind of a, and I've been like this since we've had Tristan, who are, that's our oldest. I would say I'm the pushover parent when it came to sleeping routine and giving in. I Why have are you raising to jump your hand? In. Oh my gosh, I have to jump in because I'll never forget it. When Lauren was trying to sleep train Caleb, George, she told me one time, she's like, George is totally screwing me over with this. Right. He is sabotaging everything I'm trying to do with Caleb. And I died and I'll never, ever forget it. She said yeah. he would come and tell you that he's hungry and you would go get him yogurt <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> and every time. I remember that. You, yogurt. Well, I, yeah. you know You'd what? You'd sit him on the counter and feed him yogurt. Oh, no, no. You, you, you have to understand at the time I'm thinking I cannot believe I'm doing this I'm the biggest pushover (laughs) but when you have a two-year-old that's been crying and you have a a wife that's like leave him in his room yeah don't bug him I'm like well, what if something bit him? Like, yeah. what if he, what if he's he, crying because he he, he's he's got scenarios. a dirty diaper? I can't help it. I go in there and I'm like, hey, come here. I'll I'll give you a little bit of you. 
Okay, but follow As up. As I'm saying it, I sound like a... No, follow up question. Are you doing it to, to be a pushover or are you doing it just as like a means to an end? To no, shut no, no, him no. up and get him back no, in bed? No, no, I'm not doing it to shut him up. He's I'm doing, doing it out it of the compassion. At, because I'm a very compassionate person. Oh. oh, I wouldn't say you're a very compassionate person. But <laughs> Tor- with ba- towards my children. With the baby, Caleb, Caleb is like, can get, a, he has him wrapped around his fingers okay. still to this day. Oh, oh my gosh, Caleb does. And, we, and even... It, Evelyn will be like, you baby him. And I'm oh, like, hear, I know, he's yeah, five. We hear yeah. from so, all the kids. No, but I would say George can be the tougher one now, currently with the boys, because George is always like, oh, you went and asked your mom, didn't you? Because they think I'm going to say yes. It's funny. Sometimes I want the instant gratification of like happy kids. So I just give into it. Like, can we get in the pool? Can we get in the pool? Can we go right. swimming? When it's been like, no, no, no. And then it's finally like, fine. Okay, you have 30 minutes. You're only in the pool. For, you know what I mean? Like I kind of give into it because I'm just, I'm over the fighting and I just want everyone happy and okay. And it's like, fine. Where George kind of holds to his guns a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And so then they'll come and ask me. Yeah, but it then, de- de- depending on what it is, what obviously. It is. But so then I, there are things where I'm like, no, I want to be the harder one, the organized, structured one. And George is like, it's fine. They yeah, get, she's so. very the structured one. And I'm at the same time, I'm very, I'm a pushover, but I'm also very stern. Yeah. And yeah. I can be too stern with the kids. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I'm shocked neither of you said you're a paranoid parent. Because, oh, that, I'm a paranoid parent. Yeah, you oh, are. George is, yeah. I mean, so, you're one of the more paranoid dads that I know. Yeah. And like, you think of scenarios like the pool. I played out in my and, head. Yeah, you, yeah. The you what get nervous. This could happen, so you can't do it. And yeah. I, I respect that. That's not bad. I mean, I think I need I to know, be more. I know, he makes me be a little more aware when I'm just, again, like looking for the easy, like out of, okay, fine, you can go and um, jump off the roof <laughs> in yeah. the pool. And he's like, no, they can't. I'm like, oh, okay, no, you can't. You and can't. it's always followed up by... Well, what if he slips and does it? And my kids are watching me yeah. tell this story or and making just, up this situation. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, George, that's a stretch. I but know. Okay. Oh, it's always, <laughs> for Lauren, it's always, a, she says it all the time. George, that's such a stretch. I'm like, no, no, I know. it's a possibility. It no, is. but I will say we balance each other. I actually think we're very similar because we both can kind of be quick to anger and we can both be a little impatient. But I think when the other one's like having their moment, the the other parent will kind of see that and be like, okay, I'm going to be the more nice one right now. Okay, come on, let's get upstairs. Like dad's mad or mom's cleaning up, leave her alone. Let's put on the movie. Like, you know what I mean? So I think we try to balance each other out that way, which is a good thing. Oh, I love and it's, that. It's worked well. Yeah. Oh, the way totally. That we're parenting. Okay. And the other thing, while we have George here, that I know we've mentioned a handful of times on the podcast, and I think is so relevant to our listeners. We've all known somebody, or many of them go through infertility. You guys, with your last pregnancy, you had a pretty late term um, miscarriage, right? What you mm-hmm. were at twenty weeks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, when was this? This was probably three. No. Four, Man, you, four years you ago You jumped now. right into the serious question. I know. The so, well, questions. Well, no, I'm taking advantage time. that you're here because I think a lot of times, like we talk about things from a women's perspective. All but, women, yeah. But this is super interesting to have you here and I want to hear your perspective, a man's perspective. So walk us through, Lauren, give us a quick overview of like how many weeks you were when you had your yeah, miscarriage. Yeah, Caleb would have been almost a year. So yeah, it's we're coming up on four years now, right. which is wild. And yeah, I, I went in for my 20 week check for the gender reveal and we realized we had lost the baby. So, I mean, he was, it it was a surprise pregnancy to begin with. Caleb was almost one. So we were just like shocked about that. No, he had just turned one. 
And so I was like, oh my gosh, my baby's a baby. Like I can't do another baby right now. Oh my gosh. And so we kind of finally wrapped our brain around it. And a fifth child, we're like, I think we were done at four. Five is going to be crazy. Mm -hmm. So we were just like shocked and coping with the news and kind of processing all that. And then we finally just came to grips with it and like accepted, okay, we're, we're having a baby. Let's get And got excited. We were getting really excited. We even took the kids to that appointment, which mm-hmm. was really like semi-traumatic because we just definitely didn't expect that. Were, expect were that. you at the appointment? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't and think we were about, was there. We were about to go out of town. Yeah, yeah we went out of town the next day. Yeah. See, and the the thing is with me, the circumstances were a little bit different. It wasn't something we'd planned. Yeah. So obviously it affected me, but it wasn't like... And it was on your fifth child. It was our fifth. Yes. It was the fifth child. What was crazy is she was so far along, so we didn't expect that at all. Yeah. But it just with the circumstances of not like planning it, not like we didn't have like a a room painted. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just, it was, I don't know. And it was such, it came with such shock and like just instant where it kind of threw me off. Well, it came as quick as it went almost. And that's what was really weird. Like there was barely like time to like process it, process that. Okay. We're pregnant. We're excited. This is good. And then nope, we're not. It's, it's gone now. So George as a man, it's interesting. Men just so approach it differently. Differently, He was there for me and he let me feel in any way I wanted, but he like, it wasn't this like devastation for him as it is I think for the mother sometimes yeah and I think again being the surprise being number five there was a lot of factors that went into our situation and follow-up question because I know you two had kind of decided prior to that pregnancy you were going to be done did it open the door again not even close really well you said no. that so quickly no, no because but it I did, was so though. it totally did well though. then you play the whole well what if we were supposed to have a kid I don't know the the way I think I'm like that's I don't know you have that's a more just, rational brain yeah I'm yeah. like when she had the miscarriage I those doors were still closed I yeah. wasn't even thinking about well let's try this again because we're supposed to have one I didn't play the I didn't I did you learn it yeah I do think that it kind of left a question mark like and she brought was, it up she did bring it up quite a bit like you did. because it's like yeah was this supposed to be the ending to our story like were we supposed to have another child was this you know like Um, divine intervention type thing like you know and so there was a lot of processing of like where we go from there but we ultimately decided we had decided prior to that pregnancy we only wanted four kids and so we came to that conclusion and I've said it and I still say it like I probably could have done one more child like I may be in a crazy home I may be a crazy home by then but I probably could have had another baby George absolutely could not like Mm -hmm. he his his cup was full his his life was maxed out at four hold on I'm gonna interrupt you real quick my cup was full I I honestly don't we like to say yeah well we could do another kid but could we no, honestly I know. because no, you get to the point I, and overall, I and I make this and I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast but I think you get to the point where it's it's so overwhelming that you are literally living every single day with for you to survive kids, to survive yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I want to say to survive and I think where Lauren and I are at right now with the four kids, like we're we're totally happy with yeah, how it you is. Yeah, you kind of have to because think- there's a lot of time with the kids and there's a lot of time for each other. It's not this 
holy cow, it is so chaotic. Yeah. So chaotic, so outnumbered. Like there's just not enough. So expensive. George and I to spread to we were expensive. Yeah. We're spread so thin already with four. And and to a lot of people, four is a huge family. Oh yeah. So you know, to to it, having a fifth was like kind of crazy to some people. I mean, we grew up in big families, so it wasn't as crazy, but I just think four was our right number. And so we felt good about that. Well, and we, we say good. it all the time. Like, let's go out on a high note. Like, don't go yes. out like pulling your hair right. out. Right. And but I do think at times, if I would have had a fifth child, I definitely would have been stretched way too thin. Yeah. Pushed over the we, edge. We could have, obviously we could have done it. Of course. But it would have right. been, it would have been, been a little bit more a little too much for us, I think, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. So we feel good about our decision, but it was hard to find that peace and in that decision because it's a it's a big one it really is so I mean yeah okay the other question that I think some of our younger listeners might enjoy is you two got pregnant how how long after you got married it was pretty quick nine months nine Nine months months. after you got married would you have waited longer or done the same I don't know I I like that we had kids early because I'm 36 now and our our oldest is 10 and our youngest is four Five, five, just turned five. Oh my gosh, five. So I look at that and I'm like, my family's done. I'm still young. I can hang out with my kids. You know, I yeah. can still have the energy. But then it's like, did Lauren and I spend enough time together? We did a lot. We did a ton. Yeah, yeah. in like the year and a half that we were together, we did a lot of fun things. But I definitely wish we would have had like at least another year, maybe two. But at the time, it's funny. We were only like 24. Mm-hmm. What, were but you it, bored of me? And like, okay, no, let's have kids. Oh, no, 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 no. But I think we felt by the culture and like our surroundings, we're like, oh, we need to have a baby. Like, it's time. Like, well, how, you know, how old a lot you? of our friends were already married at that point, maybe having a baby. And so I think we felt like the urgency too. And I don't think that was necessary. But... We did. And I agree. We'll benefit from it in the long run. We'll be young grandparents. We have lots of life left to live with our kids. And it's going to be so fun. But at the beginning, like just thinking of all the extra stuff we could have done. (laughs) Extra activities. Because it's like I tell young people and you've I mean, uh, most of you are probably married. But if you're considering it's like it's like you have the rest of your life to have children and, you know, all the things. And don't you think having children just like amplifies your problems? Totally. Like as a couple. Oh, like totally. you need to be super solid, like have that love tank yeah. really filled. Because I swear, like 90% of our arguments, a lot of them circle back. Like our quick hits, oh, quick yeah. arguments, yeah. they oh, circle uh-huh. back to our children. Yes, your patience just is so thin. So everything's a little amplified with kids. Oh my gosh, you guys are doing such a good job. So that's really all I had. Anything you want to ask, put him on the seat here, Lauren. No. Hot seat. I'm good. What is that term? Hot is, spot? It, well, the, is, hot, the hot seat. Hot seat. Hot seat. Yeah, hot seat. What I are your mean, questions for me? What, oh, what are your thoughts on the podcast, George? Yeah, George, I, what do you think of this crazy thing here? No, you guys, I think you guys have a, an awesome time doing it. You have a, a ton of fun doing it and you have such a good relationship. It's like, it 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 does take up a lot of time. It's a lot of hard work. Yeah. But you guys work so well together. So it, it's perfect. I, I, I like it. I enjoy it. I, I don't say, well, I do listen to it. He used to, he used to listen every week and he's trailed off. No, I, I still, I still listen. I was telling Lauren when you guys first started, like I was at work and I'd turn it on and go, that, 
that I I like I enjoy it. I yeah. enjoy the story. Well, I enjoy def- how you guys work together. He I mean he's known Sarah as long as he's known me. Yeah. These have been the two like core yeah. people in my life for the last fifteen well, years. Lauren, so. Let's be real. Let's be glad he doesn't listen to some. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. Wink <laughs> wink, George. No, it's yeah. funny, just even driving over, he was like, I had one playing and went on the um speaker and he's like, Wait, what were you just saying about me? I'm like, I don't know. And <laughs> I, I go, know. I go, I, do I, have I to li- worry. I literally <laughs> said, I talk about you like every week. He's like, What do you say? And oh, I'm like, no. well, you gotta go tune in. I know. <laughs> Teaser. Teaser. Go tune yeah. in, babe. Don't leave me on the edge. I know, but I do. I, I refer to George. I mean, oh, you I know. know. What's my daily life? I refer to you about everything. So George, you gotta come back. You've done so well. I know. See, this was harmless. And he did so great. Look at him open right up. He was, you guys, he doesn't like public speaking, I am not, put on the spot. I, I am not a social butterfly. No, but all. you just don't like being put on the spot. I don't you like did, being put on the spot. You did well, great. It just makes us laugh because George, literally, Lauren and I don't prep. Yeah, like we no, sit, I know, and you're, even, you guys do so good. And even, even today, I was like, I don't even know what we're talking about with him, but we're gonna roll with it. It so. was funny because Lauren's like, George, why are you, why are you so nervous? And I'm like, Lauren. You are so good at just being like off the cuff, like answered, answering anything and coming up with something. I'm like, I need some time. And when you're doing a (laughs) podcast, you don't have time to think. But you, but I know feeling natural. And you did. You, you seem totally comfortable and natural. You you did it. All right. Well, we're going to let you go home. I know. Thanks, babe. Thanks for taking one for the team, George. No, it was fun. Jeremy's up next. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we let George go home. That was so fun. Yeah. Now, I'm so glad we finally made it happen. What a good sport, Lauren. I don't know what you had to do to get him in here. I I, I dropped it on him very last minute. Oh. I think that was it. Just like no time for worry, no time for doubt. Just do it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Just throw him into the fire. Okay, well, let's wrap up with our hits and misses. What was your hit of the week? Um, my hit is a new like gym class I found, a new exercise program. I mentioned it a little bit ago that I went with some friends on Instagram and I really like it. I think um, it's what? the perfect, well, it's interesting because there's like high fitness that a lot of people talk about and really love and that's like pure cardio pretty much for an hour. Okay. But I'm kind of at the stage of life where I feel like weights really needs to be a part of my routine. And this class is 50-50. So you do like a cardio track and then you do a weights track. And then you do a cardio track and then a weights track. It's intense. It's hard. You're going the whole time. But I like love it. I really do think that it's going to be a really good balance for me and it's a new find. So I was just excited. That's super fun. What is yeah. it called? Surge. Surge. Yeah. Okay. And are, you just think the weights tone you more. Is that well, what it yeah. is? I think as you get older too, like, I don't know. I feel like you have to work on that bone density, muscle mass, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And weights does that for you as well as, you know, they always have said if you are, um, exercising your muscles and like building muscle muscle burns for like the next 24 hours after your workout whereas cardio just burns the fat but if you're building muscle and doing weights it continues to burn like the calories even long after you've left the gym I don't think I knew that yeah they've I've heard that for years but so I think it just does a little bit more for you and especially I just at my age I feel like I it's not just running a mile or two and doing you know high kicks are gonna keep right. me skinny I just I feel like I've gotta like up it do it a little bit yeah. better do you do any um what do they call it pre-workout drinks yeah yeah things? actually I've gotten into those only probably the last maybe year with George George drinks it every time and I just would never have thought 
before. And then he was like, you should try it. And it does. It just kind of gives you an extra jolt of energy. It helps like your muscles also like whatever warm up. Is it like a smoothie drink? This one you just pour into water. Oh. I feel like if you're really doing it, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. We're going to have some fitness friend on here real soon. Um, Even my go-to kind of nutritionist right now, um, Pojo Fitness. Her name's Liz. She's going to come on. But for fitness, from what I understand, and we'll ask her, pre-workout is before and that's like a powder drink. And then it's really important to do a protein after you work out. So maybe that's where you get like your protein smoothie or shake. Mm -hmm. Um, That's like a really important part to build your muscle too. It's such a science. There is a science and it's a proven science. Like people can do it. They can build these rip defined muscles. If you do X, Y, and Z, it just takes a lot of work and and a lot of discipline to do the exact system, the exact like consistency and I don't know. Dude. I'm trying to get there, like slowly but surely. As an old mom now, I'm. No. I'm like it just makes me laugh that I'm trying to get into good shape right now. And who knows if I really stick to it, I could get into really good shape, better shape I've been in. But I'm like, why am I doing this now in my late 30s? I know. Where was this when I was 25? Where was this motivation when I was 25? I know. When I could have looked like a million bucks, and you it would have been, and it would have been easier. But like now, it's like here I am. I guess it just like takes more work as you get older, and so it just feels like you're working harder now but you looked so great stop but I do feel like I was thinking about that in the shower the other night I was like this is kind of it like it's not gonna get any easier it's not gonna get like genetics time sleep is doing me no favors right right now you have like I wake up looking worse against you yeah totally no I know it's it is like crazy to think I mean I'm turning 36 next month and so this is like, yeah, yeah, it's only getting harder from here. So I have to tackle it and like find that's why. And again, we're going to talk about this later when Pudjo comes on. I've kind of shifted from the keto. You guys, I know, roll your eyes to macros, <laughs> but macros, I think has been working for me. I know I haven't mentioned it because I'm like a coward, but I've shifted into macros, but I think it's like a consistent, yeah. like lifestyle you yeah. can maintain yeah I agree. and that's where I gotta get like I have to get where it's on my mind every day there's no like on and off days like it's every day you're my brain has to be mindful somewhat of so, yeah mindful yeah. of it yeah or y- you get t- too far in a hole and it's really hard to get out of yeah no I and agree. at this age like yeah. not when you're 22 and 28 even even 30 dare I say is like still okay but I think when you hit like a 32 33 mark in your age something shifts something is shifting and I totally agree so just prep for that ladies if you're on the younger end yeah. it does happen I know. okay well my head of the week is funny enough kind of about food and eating too, but it's that I've been trying really hard to find time for family dinners together. Mm-hmm. And um, over the weekend, I made like fish, baked. I baked fish and I did a veggie and a potato and stuff. And I'm trying to make my kids try more things, broaden their palate. Let's get away from cheese, all cheese all the time. Like right. I feel like as a baby, they were, I, I mean, I did all the peas, the carrots, all the baby foods. I, I don't know how we felt. Well, I do know. It was 100% my fault. I fell into the easy quesadillas, um, mac and cheese, chicken peanut nuggets. butter and jelly sandwiches, yeah. chicken nuggets, all the junk. And I'm like, I'm starting to feel pressure as a parent now that Kate is about to turn eight, that I'm just not feeding her like I should be feeding her. Right. And so 
she tried the fish and she liked it. And she was like, oh, it kind of tastes like chicken. I'm like, yeah, because I overcooked it. (laughs) It was not great. I overcooked it. I was bummed. But no, but I was super proud of them. And the thing we run into with family dinner, and I was saying this to one of our friends the other day, is I can have like all the meals planned and prepped for the week. But I swear four out of the five days, Jeremy's working late. I'm on a diet. I'm working late. Like something throws throws a wrench in the whole thing, you know? I Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or the one night that I actually got something yes. going. Yeah. George is held up late. The, yes. ki- the kids get home from football. It's just, it it's so. Imp- I mean, if you're trying to meet a bedtime, if you're yes. trying to get them in bed by 7, 730, like, and your husband's working late. I was it's, planning to make baked ziti last night. Ooh, I have all the yes. stuff. I was so excited. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to be home till like 8, 830. And I'm like, okay, crap. Like this happens every time. And so then I fall back on like the crappy stuff. So, but in my effort to have family dinner together, we did go through Chick-fil-A and then we went and ate with him at his office. Oh, fine. That's great. Yeah. And then we came home and did bed. But well, no, that's funny you bring that up because I was chatting with Scarlett over from Made It, Ate It, Loved It. And she had been recently talking about on her Instagram, hun, how like there's like scientific proof if you sit down to dinner together, like it makes children feel like emotionally more stable, oh. like more loved and all, um, and like kind of like a balance of like how they eat their food and knowing to like focus on their food. They feel fuller. They try new foods. So there's like a lot of like benefits from actually sitting down to a family dinner. Oh, 100%. TV off. Yeah. Homework aside. Everyone's looking at each other. Everyone's talking. We're focusing on what we're eating. Right. Then just like, hurry, sit down or two or three kids at a time sit at the bar stools, yeah. some are upstairs, some are down. like everyone's sitting at the table. Yeah. And it's those social emotional things yeah. that like kind of centers them. I am the worst at it. You guys have heard me say that over and over again. I'm the first one to like make a smoothie for dinner or like right. no, cereal. But, it's horrible. It is, it is just crazy. But, but I mean, like with it again, being mindful of it and trying to do it two or three times a week. I mean, I'm trying great. girl would be great. I Good know. job. Good okay. Job. What was your miss? Oh, it's just a stupid one, but like I felt really bad. I like totally ran out of dog food yesterday and it was, it's such an ordeal to go to the store for one thing and a huge bag of dog food. And so I'm literally like pulling random foods out of my fridge. (laughs) What do I have? What are some like meat? What do I have to feed him? And so, oh my gosh, poor guy is probably so mad at me. I have to run to the store this morning. I'm like feeding him human food and he probably prefers that, but still I don't. I'm like throwing like my good sandwich meat at him. I'm like freak. So I've got to do that. Can you feed a dog? Like, oh, dogs really will. I, I mean, there are things I think like the true chocolate and like one or two things that they should not eat, but dogs will eat like anything. Really? I mean, Gus, we're try we try to be conscious of that because we don't want him to have like table food and like have yeah. that habit or that he's gonna get it or barks till he gets it or anything weird. So we really don't, but oh yeah, he'll <gasps> clean up off the floor, he'll sometimes try to get. No, he actually gets scraps. He actually, even though he scraps, actually, even though he's still young, he won't try to like ever like get anything out of Caleb's hand. He's never like trying to scoop it out or anything. Oh, good. But yes, they have will, some manners, guys. They'll take, yeah, they'll take anything, honestly. Oh, that is so interesting. Well, my miss of the week, I just have to kind of laugh out loud at us. Um, all these cute, like National Daughter Day, National Sunday, all oh, these yeah, things happening. Right. I just suck so bad. Oh, no. 
I'm just like 100% like, yep, didn't get to that. Like, no, didn't no. happen. Okay, what's with the national calendar I don't know. thing? Is that like a real thing? And where do we see this? And who's made this up? I don't know. Like, but I, I like every day it's National Donut Day. It's National Milkshake Day. It's National Friend Day or Sister Day. Or There's oh, so many freaking days. And when did, yeah, and this like all evolved, I swear, just from social media. And in the last two or three years, oh it's my like gotten bigger. We had a, a listener um, DM us that it's like podcast day here this next week. Like, which well, I which can get be behind. Last week. Yeah, National <laughs> Podcast Day last week. So I'm just like, wh- wh- I, I don't know. That I, it's a thing. Who is making this calendar? Who is making this I don't calendar? Know. But anyway, I suck and I love my kids, but you didn't see it. <laughs> well, I did it for Evelyn, but I didn't do it for the boys. I'm like, I need a picture of just them three yeah, lately. Gosh. Okay, well, that is going to do us for this episode. Thanks so much for being here, guys. If you like what you heard in this one, please go leave us a rating and a review. And you can always find us online or on Instagram at... The Mom Voice Podcast. The Mom Voice Podcast. We are back every Monday with new episodes. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. And anything else, Lauren? No, but thanks for listening to George and I. You know, I, I you probably just dying, but it's kind of fun to have the man behind the stories, I, I guess, on here. It so, so much. And we're going to really try hard to get my husband Yeah, on. we need to get Jeremy on. It's just fun to kind of pick their brains. Yeah, that's to be decided, but yes. I'm going to work on it. Okay. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Yes. Take care of each other. Bye.